I have absolutely no idea how to start this podcast. I normally have everything fairly well written down and planned. And so sorry in advance that this is kind of all over the place. Um, but I just was looking at making tweets and I just have way too many tweets and I just needed to come and thought I'd just put all my thoughts on Cloud9 dropping their team in here. And I can't express enough how much of a mistake I think that this is. And I think that it makes no sense except for one reason. And this is something that I almost brought up when Estet or when um, Waxit got dropped. From the outside looking in, I think it's very clear that Cloud9 is burning through money or their investors have come calling to get some sort of return back. And the reason I think this is because kind of look through like the last like year, year and a half of like the moves that they've made, dropping Rocket League, signing Valorant teams, but then dropping a Valorant team. They signed this CSGO team, but then pretty immediately after that, when they end up dropping Woxic, um, who do they sign? They sign a minimum player. Right around when they drop Woxic, they drop two Fortnite pros who allegedly were making huge salaries. Then they laid off a bunch of their staff. The Cloud9 content literally disappeared. I think since they laid off their staff, there's been one video that was just like a Henry G um, led video basically. And now they're dropping the entire CSGO team that never had a chance to ever really get good and play. And so I think it's very clear that they're making a lot of cost saving moves. Cloud9 has like kind of always felt like a League of Legends over everything else organization. And that's fair. League of Legends probably gets the most watch, probably makes the most money. But it does seem like the other orgs have kind of fallen. And you can see this in um, like social media and stuff like that. Like the Cloud9 when it was the old Extra Salt roster never really got a whole lot of love on on all, all the socials this new team rarely gets a lot of love on socials just kind of posting results um whereas it's always all about the league of legends team which again is fine um but i think that money clearly has ended up destroying this team i think that them not doing well is an excuse to just get rid of it and that leaves obviously a lot of wasted money on the table but i think that at the time when they signed the team I don't believe they had perks at that time and things seemed a lot better. And I think that they made these big moves and then all of a sudden they were just bleeding money and now I've had to come and try and reconcile that. And it's just so frustrating because this team never had a chance. They never had enough time to try and get good with Woxic. Then they get rid of Woxic and they lose their coach. And then they bring in these new players and for the first month, Alex is opping and then they decide to change it and then have another one month of STAC opping. And every single time, every single time when they had Woxic, by the, when Woxic left, they had shown tremendous growth to get to where they are. Then Woxic leaves and Alex takes over the op, which resets everything. So then Alex plays and then in the first couple of events, they start showing growth. Then they change over to STAC taking the op. First event, rough event, but then you see the growth. And then this last event, like they played really well. Sure, like the sting is so bad losing to MIBR, of course, of all organizations, but to lose to MIBR when we could have made playoffs stings so badly. 
but also we saw how much growth they had. We saw them push Navi to the limit. We saw them push Gambit to the limit and almost win both those. We saw them destroy Furia. Like this team obviously has talent and everywhere that you can say, oh, they're not good in this area is all areas that take time to grow because the aim and the players are insane. Like the smarts they have, the clutches they have, everything is just so good on the team and all of their issues stemmed from time. And you can say that it's not because they're in the same place. And, you know, Henry talked about that. And then in their statement about it, they were saying that like, oh, they're not in the same place. But you knew that going in. You knew that they weren't all going to be able to be in the same place going in. You knew that COVID was an issue going in. You knew there was going to be lockdowns. The online era was going to continue. So this is a good time for this team to grow and learn strats and do all these things. Like look at Dust2 versus Navi. We had actual strats we were running and we were playing well versus the previous like four or five times we played Dust2. It looked like we had no idea what we were doing. So things just take time. And when you have this online era, this is the perfect time to try a bunch of stuff and like results, like whatever, just play the RMRs to make sure you make the major. Then when the major comes on land or when lands start happening, your team is ready to go. Like we're, we're literally like two months away from everyone being vaccinated. A lot of people already have their first shot. Um, so when they're saying that, Oh, we're going to get rid of it when COVID is gone. Like we literally could be having lands in June. So now we're going to start all over then and lose out on two of the best NA talents in recent memory. Mezzi, who has been absolutely incredible. Um, Alex, one of the highest out of IGLs and STAG, who's also a really solid player. Like, So we're just going to lose all that and then start over again in three months when the lands that this team would then be ready for are gone or have started. And... With who? With who now? Like, there's no talent in NA left. And who are we going to get from Europe? And are players now going to look at Cloud9 and be like, well, look at what's happened. Like, I don't want to sign a three-year deal with you and then get dropped six months later. Or I don't want to decide, hey, I'm going to come coach your team. And then two events later, the team's gone. Like, that just makes... It just makes no sense. Um, And... Can you also imagine being a player on this team? It's it's very... There's no way the players didn't know that their fate didn't ride on this. And there's no way that Henry G didn't know. I highly doubt that they finished ESL and then like the next day Cloud9 calls and is like, hey, yeah, you know, so see ya. They probably all knew this was coming. And could you imagine the kind of pressure that they have on top of all the pressure from the fans and themselves to win? The pressure that they have mounted on them. They're like, hey, your careers are on the line in this event. And that's just going to be so hard for the players to do. Cause then now every round you're thinking, Oh, if I don't win this clutch, like my career's over or Hey, should I be pushing this area to try and gain an advantage? I don't know. That's risky. And if we lose my career's over, so it just changes the whole mentality of everything. And if the difference between this team staying in CSGO and leaving CSGO is based on ESL pro league, you're going to let four total rounds, which was the difference between between us beating and losing to MIBR was four rounds. You're going to let four rounds decide the fate of a team. And if that's true, like that's such bad process. That's not a good way at all to look at everything. Because if you're looking at this team through their events and you're seeing all the turmoil they've had to go through, then 
you would be able to see that they're growing and getting better and that they just need time. And it's not it's not too different than it was for the extra salt lineup. The extra salt lineup was so freaking young and they just needed a bunch of time and they got screwed by not being able to have basically any lands under cloud nine. And I think that was very hard for them and they ended up playing the same teams over and over and over again. Whereas if they were able to go to Europe and play all these different teams, they'd be growing. And so I think they were keep keeping the team around to try and get through this and then kind of see where they're at. But then they had an opportunity come over and I, I understand dropping a team with potential for a GM that you really believe in and for players that, that you believe in, um, that are already proven. Like I totally get that. Like that happens all the time in all sports. Like, you know, you see that in basketball and stuff all the time, trading rookies or young players for proven vets to try and win. Like that's just a totally fine thing. But if you're going to do that, then you need to understand that the new team is also going to take some time and that you can't expect a team that had their opper changed one month ago, necessarily making playoffs against top 10 teams in the world like that. You have to look at how they're progressing and everything with this team, every time they were stabilized for like a month, it was always up and to the right. This team was never down. Every time they went down was because a change had to be made. And then also with money saving, it, the rumors are that Floppy and Zeppa are going to Valorant. Like, I don't think it's a coincidence that the two players staying with Cloud9 are two of the three who are on minimum deals. Because now who leaves? Alex and Estag, the players who are making all the money. And then is Henry G leaving? Probably. Um, and he was probably making more than Estag and Floppy as well, or Zeppa and Floppy as well. So, and then let's not pretend like Floppy and Zeppa moving over into, over to Valorant is going to make a good Valorant team because it's not. You're now not going to have a good CS:GO team, and you're not going to have a good Valorant team because you're taking people who love CS and trying to put them into Valorant. And you already had a player who was thought to be the best NA Valorant player in tens. And you sold him off. So I just, I don't understand what they're trying to do. They're going to now just end up with no CSGO team, a terrible Valorant team. How many bridges have been burned through this? And now they're going to try and just come back in a few months when lands are back. When instead they should just be letting this team grow. So when lands do come back, you're hitting the ground running. Instead, lands are going to come back. We're going to sign five new players. All those players are going to take three months to get good with each other and then the community is going to be calling for a whole new things because the team doesn't do well at their second event and we're literally just going to be back in the same exact cycle we've been in for three years now of not giving anything enough time to actually figure out if they're good or not and i, just, I don't understand what more what more could cloud nine have wanted from this team they've only had the team six months they had a roster change they had a coaching change and they had role swaps and we still looked good we still almost beat navi we still almost beat gambit we were four rounds away from making it out of, out of esl pro league I, I don't really understand what what more the organization wanted like i get you know fans like fans are rational fans want to win now fans you know see the money being spent whatever but as an organization you need to be above the irrational and understand that this team in six months had an insane amount of things happen to it. And even if 
and being apart makes things harder, that's going to be even better when you come together and you've had all that time to grow rather than bring a whole new team together and just trying to make that work because having a whole new team is going to have a whole host of new problems. Does the IGL mesh with the coach? Do the players fit the roles that they want? Like, does the opera like the way that the IGL is calling? Like, it's just going to create this whole thing all over again. I just feel like this is a lot of excuses being made to try and save money because the organization is overspent. That's the only thing I can think of because everything, like I've said with this team is when they're stable, it's up and to the right. Like you look at Mezzi and Zeppa and Floppy and all these players are talked about constantly in the community about how good they are. And Alex is a well-known IGL and he, it takes time to learn his system, which I've talked about in many of these podcasts. And they're, they're just being so impatient when this literally could be setting up so perfectly. This team has the talent to be a top 10, maybe even a top five team. But if they don't get the chance, if they don't get the time, how are they ever going to do that? How can you expect any team in any sport to go through all this and have any sort of semblance of teamwork? And I just think that it sucks. And I think that when lands do come back and Cloud9 doesn't have a team because they don't have the money, is that statement still going to hold true? Are they actually going to have another team this year? Like, and is that team going to be good? I mean, maybe, maybe the plan is to drop the team now, save money. When lands come back, we just come in and buy like Gambit or one of these teams just spend an insane amount of money and buy a top five team. But I think we all know that's not what's going to happen. What's going to happen is they're going to create hype, hire a new GM, bring in new players, and we're just going to be starting all over. And I'm going to be having new podcasts talking about how we need to give them more time and they need to grow and all that stuff. And meanwhile, the extra salt team is going to be even better. Meanwhile, the Valorant team is going to have the two best NACSGO players right now. Like it just, it just sucks all around. And I, I think this is just such a bad move. And I think the process has been so bad. And I think that the next time Cloud9 makes a CSGO team, they need to make some changes. They need to actually put these players out, put them in better content, tweet about them more, put them more in the limelight because they don't get nearly enough churn as they should. And they need to give them more time to figure things out. So I don't know. This whole thing is really tough. Like I think any team would be lucky to have Mezzi um, I think that it's going to be very tough watching more players leave CS for Valorant. I think that when we come back, it's going to be another starter project again. And I, this whole thing just sucks. It just honestly sucks. And if they already had it lined up that Floppy and Zeppa were going to go over to Valorant potentially, then, then the CS team was already destroyed. So... I don't know. I'm very curious to see Henry's statement. He hasn't tweeted at the time of this. I think I think he's got to be pissed. I I, w- I would be so pissed if I was him. Like it's just he he didn't get a fair shot. I think he did a great job. I agree with I agree with all the moves that that he made. And now that we've seen this, you know maybe Waxic would have been okay. But um, 
there was a chance to save a million dollars a year or whatever, a million dollars over the course of the contract. So they get rid of him. And, you know, maybe that makes the GM's job harder. I mean, you see this all the time in sports where you have an owner who wants to save money. And so the GM looks terrible trading away their good players, but it's not their fault. And Henry obviously has a good standing in the community. So what does that mean for cloud nine standing in the community? Cause I, cause I don't think there's any way that any of the players or Henry were like, yeah, pack it in. I'll go to Valorant. Like there's no way there's no way they've gotten so good. And it just takes time. Like all this stuff just takes time. People want instant results and CSGO is not league of legends. I, I want to make that clear in league of legends, team fights and stuff like that do take teamwork, but it's much different in League of Legends to be able to just like plug in a new top laner. And even even Liquorice for Fudge, like that's a cost saving move. Anyway, but in League of Legends, when you plug in a, like a new top laner, like the roles are still pretty much the same. All the players are used to like playing solo and all that stuff and like the roles and everything kind of more makes sense. And CS teamwork is literally everything. And the way that you hold angles and the way that you play off each other like all that takes time and all that has to be flawless like you see this with gambit look at how good gambit is at knowing exactly what every angle is being held and what they can get away with and what they can't and what is being watched and how they are able to get a kill and then bait you into the other player to get like another kill instead of you getting the trade like they're so good at that that's one of their best strengths and it's got that because they've been playing a long time together and Cloud9 just needs that. And so, I don't know. I don't really know how to end this. Um, it's a huge bummer. I'm super disappointed. I I think it's a huge mistake. I think that they're just going to be starting all over again. I think that they need to just give them time. This team is a good team. And they just, they, they never had a chance. This team, this team never had a chance. So I don't know what I'll be doing. I have some apps in the work that are CSGO related. So I'll probably just be making those and talking about whatever rumors cloud nine has that they have them. Um, maybe I'll talk about extra salt. I don't know. I love, I love that team. I think that team has serious talent and I think they're going to do really well, but Give me a follow. Let's talk about um, what you think. Let me know what you think. Um, yeah. What a bummer.